0: Here, we take the disruption brought by COVID-19 to consider not just the new normal that awaits us, but a better normal that we might as well work for. If you like this episode and want to hear more, subscribe to A Better Normal on your favorite podcast app. This episode of A Better Normal was made with support from Roche Philippines and the Pharmaceutical and Healthcare Association of the Philippines. What if you needed my voice, or a voice, to guide you through your daily activities? If, from the moment you woke up, you had to rely on your memory of where things were, from the slippers on the foot of your bed, to the number of steps toward your bedroom door, with some assistance from your nose as it pointed you in the direction of breakfast, What if you wanted to learn, or go to work, or meet new people and form relationships? Travel to a friend's house, or treat yourself to a nice meal, but you couldn't, without the help of someone else. Or maybe you could, if only the world was more designed to be more accommodating of you. What if, one day, you lost your sight? I'm Trisha Aquino, co-founder of Puma Podcast, and in this special series, we take the disruption brought by COVID-19 to consider not just the new normal that awaits us, but a better normal that we might as well work for. In this episode of A Better Normal, and to celebrate World Sight Day, we'll talk about the health of our eyes, why we should take care of it, and how. We'll ask one of our guests, what's it like to be blind? What are people's wrong ideas about blindness? And how can we be kinder? How can we change? What can we change so that you can live just as any other ordinary person does? I
1: am Cyril Anne a. Cabana. You can call me Sai. I am from City, Cavite. I am 24 years old. I am a patient leader and advocate of Energia Philippines. Aniridia is a Greek word that means the partial or complete absence of the iris, which is the colored part of the eyes. I am clinically diagnosed with aniridia syndrome. This condition has caused my vision to deteriorate over the years. My visual acuity on the left eye is only light perception, while I can only recognize counting fingers around three to four feet away from my right eye.
0: When I interviewed Sai over video conferencing for this podcast, she asked that the camera be switched off. And as we relied on our voices and our ears during that hour-long call, for me, it was just like, yun nga, magka-telebabad kami. We were on the phone, two strangers who just wanted to know one another. It was the first time I'd ever had a conversation with a blind person. And nothing was really different. Tulad ko, mahilig siya sa OPM, love songs in particular. Curious din siya at mahilig matuto. At puhunan din niya ang boses niya para sa career na gusto niya. Here's what a day in her life looks like.
1: From the moment I wake up, I pray and reflect on Bible verses. I freshen up and start taking my eye drops. I eat my breakfast and brush my teeth. Then, I attend my online classes and do my assignments. I am currently enrolled as a full scholar of the Certified Voice Artist Program. I came up with a voice brand name, The Voice Iris. It's my childhood dream to become a certified voice artist. At the same time, I keep myself busy with practicing skills I learned from the PC operation with access technology training and explore different self-study resources that I receive from newfound friends in Achieve which stands for Adaptive Technology for Rehabilitation, Integration and Empowerment of the Visually Impaired. I eat lunch and dinner in between those activities. I also try to answer all messages and calls from various platforms and correspondents. Oh, I shouldn't forget to make time for my two dogs. I also make sure to do any advocacy task as a patient leader of a support group I made called Aniridia Philippines. I keep myself open to opportunities, invites, and collaborations, such as what we're doing now. I like volunteering for other organizations as well. At the end of the day, I would freshen up again and wind down. I pray to thank God
0: for a productive day. Sai and I, we have things in common. But at the same time, there's a vast difference in the way we experience the world. Diagnosed with aniridia at four months old, she was nevertheless enrolled in regular private school. She had grown up among sighted people. And in fact, it was only in 2019 that she began reaching out to the blind community. In grade school, she realized that she was visually impaired. She'd often bump into walls or trip over things. She would sit near the window so that natural light would help her see. And she'd use her magnifier to make out what was around her.
1: Most teachers didn't know how to give reasonable accommodations for me as they were handling a student with legal blindness for the first time.
0: Even sitting in front was no help in being able to read what was written on the board. She would borrow her classmates' notes or have them photocopied to study. Her test papers were in size 22 font. Sa ibang subjects, mataas ang grade niya. Pero sa iba pasang-awa. Nung panahong yun kasi, hindi pa siya gumamit ng software and equipment that would allow her to access her lessons better. And of course, school was made even more complicated by the way people treated her. I was often
1: a victim of bullying, discrimination, ridicule, and was even considered an outcast. Some students would oddly stare, call me different names, impersonate, or even make fun of how I act, look, or speak. Some would intentionally bump me and blame me for hurting them just because I cannot see well. Most of them would underestimate my capabilities just because I am a person with disability.
0: She had tried various eye drops and eye gels for her condition. She had undergone many eye surgeries as well. After all, she had to deal with a lot of complications, from severe dry eye disease, to the involuntary movement of the eyes, to underdeveloped retinas and optic nerves, to cataracts and glaucoma. But she had never sought help for the invisible wounds she'd sustained through the years.
1: Although, yun po sana yung tamang process, yung mag nang ng help sa psychologist or sa psychiatrist, nag-self study or naghanap na lang po ako ng resources online just to get through it. I also have a doctor na lagi niya po akong pinapayuhan. Lagi po kaming nagre-reel talk ng doctor na 'yon. Sa mga pagkakataon po na parang feeling ko walang naniniwala sa mga kakayahan ko po, siya po yung taong naniniwala po sa akin.
0: More than 2 million Filipinos have visual impairments as of 2018. That's according to the Philippine Eye Disease Study by the Philippine Eye Research Institute. Visual impairment, according to the World Health Organization, means a functional limitation of the eye or visual system that can manifest as reduced visual acuity, visual field loss, visual perceptual difficulties, and other visual disturbances, end quote. You heard the term visual acuity. This is simply the measurement of a person's ability to see objects clearly. And this is what doctors do when we come in for an eye checkup.
2: Pag sinasabi natin the patient or a person is visually impaired or has a visual impairment, kapag yung vision niya is less than 20, 70 or worse. So, di ba pinapabasa tayo sa clinic, yung mga nagpupunta sa clinic ng eye doctors, or even dun sa mga nagre-renew ng lisensya, driver's license, di ba pinapabasa tayo. Lumiliit yung letters na yun na binabasa natin. Meron certain level na 2070 ang tawag. So ibig sabihin, yung normal person na nakita niya at 70 feet, yung person na may problem sa eye at 20 feet na right. That was Dr.
0: Jubayda Aquino. She's a vitreo retina specialist who works at St. Luke's Medical Center in Quezon City and East Avenue Medical Center, which is where the DOH eye Center is. Basically, she specializes in the part
2: of the eye called the retina. So everything that you look at, the image goes into the eye and then the retina captures it and sends it to the brain through the optic nerve. Kung may problems sa retina, yung image na nakikita natin, na perceive natin, malabo din or merong problems.
0: And for Dr. Jubaida, it's important that everyone gets screened for eye problems. That's because, according to the DOH, 80% of blindness is avoidable. But as of 2011, they estimated that there were about 600,000 blind persons in the Philippines, including more than 300,000 who went blind due to cataracts. A person is blind the WHO says when they can't count fingers at a distance of 3 meters from their better eye.
2: Your health seeking behavior ng patient ay very important na maging proactive sila na kailangan kong magpatingin sa doktor sa mata kasi gusto kong ma-check kung may problem ako. Kung mababa yung health seeking behavior natin, um, hindi ganoon tayo ka-aware na kailangan natin papa check sa mata. Um, sometimes, too late na nga bago sila makarating sa eye doctors at bago mabigyan ng treatment yung kanilang problem sa eyes.
0: Actually, the 2018 Philippine Eye Disease Study says that the prevalence of visual impairment in the Philippines has been reduced by 11%. That's compared to the last survey in 2002. They attribute it to blindness prevention and sight preservation programs by the DOH as well as other government and non-government organizations. Plus, private institutions too. And it is within our power as sighted individuals to keep this trend going. Here's Sai.
1: The fully sighted individuals must be aware of various ways in taking care of their eyes. Some people take their eyesight for granted and overuse it. Sometimes, when they have eye problems, they try to look it up on the internet first and self-medicate. Never ever do that. Consult an ophthalmologist right away. Have your regular eye checkup yearly. Hindi yung kung kailan ka lang may symptoms, doon
0: ka palang pupunta sa doctor. Cataracts are the top cause of visual impairment in the country. More than 1 million are affected as of 2018.
2: But vision loss is reversible. So yung cataract kasi, with surgery na return yung vision nila no kasi just remove the cataract place an implant so improve yung vision nila
0: And the second most common eye condition among Filipinos error of refraction can be corrected through eyeglasses or surgery Ang mas nakakabahala among the people covered by the 2018 Philippine Eye Disease Study many of those who did not have visual impairments were found to have glaucoma and diabetic retinopathy and these two diseases can lead to eventual blindness, which is why it's so important to get vision screening to detect these conditions early on, followed by the corresponding
2: treatment. As yes, a vitreo-retina specialist, I am involved in management of diabetic retinopathy. At nakita ko over the years na tumataas yung number of patients na meron diabetic retinopathy. Nakikita namin kasi ngayon, nasa advanced stage na yung patients. Minsan kailangan na ng surgery, minsan wala na talagang magagawa, totally blind na sila.
0: Diabetic retinopathy is a complication of diabetes mellitus in the eye. It results from damage to the blood vessels of the retina.
2: As for glaucoma, yun yung problem sa, so nakakaroon ng damage sa optic nerve. Um, for Several factors. The most common modifiable factor is the increase in eye pressure. So, dito pumapasok yung need for screening. Because uh, ang glaucoma habang hindi na address or hindi na treat, tuloy-tuloy yung damage sa optic
0: nerves. Now there are actually government interventions in this regard. In 2019, the National Vision Screening Act was signed into law. This establishes a national vision screening program under the Department of Education to screen the vision of kindergartners. Here, trained teachers and school health personnel will screen the pupils using a kit that comes with vision screening charts. One is filled with drawings of different shapes and the other with numbers. There are kid-friendly glasses and an occluder as well. That's the instrument that's held up to your eye to block it from seeing. If the student fails the screening, he or she will immediately be assigned a seat in the front row of the class and will be referred to eye care practitioners for evaluation and treatment. But way before they reach kinder, there are interventions as well. High-risk premature infants in particular must be screened for retinopathy.
2: Kailangan na sa hospital pa lang sila, makita na agad sila ng ophthalmologist kasi kapag pinauwi na sila sa bahay, at baka makalimutan nung parents nadalhin sa ophthalmologist, it can lead to um, problems in the eye. so Kasi meron tinatawag na pati of prematurity. Nangyayari ito sa mga babies nga na premature. Pagkatapos, yung, um, no, yung vessels, yung normal vessels sa mata natin, hindi pa fully developed kasi premature siya nung pinanganak. Kailangan bantayan yun kasi kapag ang Baby na premature, masyadong magaan, or masyadong bata pa nung pinanganak, or nagkaroon siya ng mga problema like nagkaroon ng blood transfusion, nagkaroon ng oxygen use, nagkaroon ng sepsis. Yung mga babies na yon kailangan ma-refer agad sa ophthalmologist kasi yung blood vessels niya, instead na magdevelop develop Normally, baka magkaroon ng abnormal new vessels and this will lead to complications like bleeding in the eye, retinal detachment. Aside from newborn screening, the
0: DOH has also laid out a national policy for the Prevention of Blindness Program beginning in 2004 with updates in 2019 to align with the WHO's Global Action Plan for Eye Health actually very comprehensive
3: and it has um some excellent principles related to efficient and timely management of patients with eye problems including again early screening or detection diagnosis and treatment and specifically i want to highlight so meron tayo dito provision around eye health package
0: that's dr diana edralin she's the president of the pharmaceutical and healthcare association of the philippines and the general manager of Roche Philippines. It invests in research and innovation in diseases, and particularly relevant to us in this episode is its work in saving people's eyesight. There's a gap, especially in the knowledge around conditions of the retina, which is why they're working on finding treatments for these, as well as collaborating with other stakeholders, from government to patients to hospitals to advance science and improve care. Back to the eye health package under the Prevention of Blindness Program. So it has a comprehensive
3: package of appropriate quality and cost-effective eye services ranging from prevention, promotion, and healthcare, awareness, curative, and rehabilitative. But the beauty of it is that at each stage of the life cycle, at each level of healthcare, it means that these packages shall be given, at least in general, cost effective now or if not free for, for the people. So, in terms of supporting people living with visual impairment or living with vision problems, is that we can alleviate that by ensuring that this policy, the National Policy on Prevention of Blindness Program, becomes implemented, especially at the local government unit level.
0: Here at Roche, we are transforming ophthalmology and opening up the window to change. To change how we approach innovation Through exploring new molecules, technologies, and integrated digital solutions. To change how we address the leading causes of vision loss by pioneering new and personalized therapeutic options. Step into the future with Roche Ophthalmology. At this point, you probably already have an idea of what a better normal can be if our guests were to imagine it. It's one where we all get vision screening so that we're able to take care of our sight. At alam na rin natin na kapag may problema tayo sa mata, hindi siya simpleng, ah, kailangan ko na magpalit ng grado ng salamin. So while your first instinct may be to go to an optical shop, it's possible that you have to go to an ophthalmologist or a specialist instead.
4: So that's what we want to do. Mas-shake natin yung knowledge na that there are other diseases.
0: That's Dr. Chela Martinez. She's the medical enabler for Roche ophthalmology.
4: Her work involves
0: communicating to external stakeholders the value of their innovative solutions, especially those for diseases of the retina.
4: And you know, once the patient progresses progress into blindness, no, ang hirap, te It try, close your eyes, Tung- Diba? it's it's hard no. So that's what we want to do no. Is shape natin yung healthcare system that at the community level there is such an awareness already with this kind of disease. Well, we, we always start kasi with education it. So I think dapat yung screening of the elderly should be in place. Kasi may mga free basic bakuna tayo for the kids na binibigay sa community level. Pero wala naman tayong binibigay for our elderly sa mga geriatrics natin because if someone can say na naitai ah um, lumalabo yung mata nyo or meron ba kayong or, tinatanong man lang okay pa ba yung vision nyo may central meron pa palalabo sa gitna ng mata yung yung ganoon may access na agad sila magkakaroon sila ng realization oo nga no may parang may lumalabo na diyan no pero syempre pag ni-screen sometimes you know Pilipinos medyo takot kailangan tayo magpa So sana, as a community, may mga ganyan na of the day wherein meron tayong mga government na ophthalmologists that can look into our patients, no? Parang ilapit natin. If they don't want to go to the hospital, sana ilapit natin yung mga doktor natin sa kanila.
0: Ngayon, ang tanong, When should you see an eye doctor anyway? The DOH says it's when you experience pain, fatigue, dryness, or itchiness in your eye, if your vision is blurry or it won't focus, if you have double vision, if you see halos around lights, especially in the middle of the day, if you have trouble seeing at night, if you experience a cloud of floaters, flashes of light, or swirly mists or a curtain over a part of your eye if you have light sensitivity, frequent headaches, or problems with near or distant vision, if you have an eye infection, if you have a foreign object in your eye like grit, dirt, chemicals, or a large object, or if you've had diabetes for some time now. Here's Dr. Diana. Having to address that at an
3: earlier stage, you know, definitely or at least stop it from progressing would be something that we would like to see. And then, especially with regards to cost of treatment, right? just like any other disease, if it's already too late, it becomes a financial burden for you, for the family and even for our country. So uh, early screening, a detection, and again, the rever- I mean, if not a stopping the progression or even a reversal of the disease would likely be ideal.:
0: But what about a better normal for those who are already visually impaired? What about a better normal for the blind? We want to be productive citizens of this country. That was Sai. We don't need
1: PT, but we need equal opportunity. In the workplace and schools, I hope these institutions would stop discrimination and comply with existing laws on disability. Accept blind people based on their potential and skills. Blindness is never a hindrance towards success.
0: By the time this podcast is out, Sai has finished her voice artist training and is now a certified voice artist. One day, she hopes to do voiceovers for commercials, AVPs, and educational materials. She wants to try dubbing as well. She's also honing her skills in hosting, and in fact already has a gig under her belt, an event for the Philippine Blind Union. But did you know that of Filipinos with severe disabilities— 25% have extreme problems getting an education, and 34% have extreme problems applying for and getting a job. That's according to the 2016 National Disability Prevalence Survey. You can check it out by going to the website of the Philippine Statistics Authority. That's psa.gov.ph. Here's Dr. Jubaida.
2: So, Hindi naman for kit um, low vision or the person is visually impaired hindi na siya dapat nag-aalala normal naman yung pag-iisip nila eh. importante lang sa kanila magkaroon ng opportunity to be in good schools so dapat yung school would have um, facilities for low vision um, persons or people so like yung computer siguro dapat braille siya so yung mga books ng schools Braille siya, yung low vision. Sometimes they come from low-income families if we can have scholarships for them so that they can go to school. And then also, um, may low vision or schools for the blind na tinuturu ansila how to read yung Braille, how to move about. So may low vision rehabilitation. Pero most of those that I see are from private institutions or non-government organizations. Workplaces must also be inclusive. We see in the internationally that there's special consideration for persons with visual impairment. Piniplay sila sa appropriate uh, job para maging productive para sila in society. Hindi ilang sila, kasi ang the natin dito sa Philippines kapag may low vision ka or visual impairment sa bahay lang sila, and then binigil lang sila ng serve sila ng caregiver nila. If we invest on opportunities for patients with low vision, mababawasan din yung burden na ng government natin.
0: As for Sai, it's important to note that there are things that allow her to participate in society.
1: We do ordinary things and adapt using assistive technology like screen readers, apps, infrastructures, etc.
0: These include gadgets and software that change the contrast on the screen, increase the size of the font change the background color, read text out loud, all sorts of things to maximize and aid size functional vision.
1: When it comes to phone and tablet, I a large font. But if it's too long to read, I
0: only po the screen reader. She's also undergone training from Adaptive Technology for Rehabilitation, Integration, and Empowerment of the Visually Impaired. Atriev is an NGO that provides computer education for the visually impaired.
1: So tinuturo ko yung sa Windows, kung paano navigate and then yung MS Word, Excel, PowerPoint and internet po. And then my soft skills din sila.
0: There are also other NGOs like Resources for the Blind which provides counseling, education, training and job placement among other things. But obviously this doesn't mean na madali na ang buhay para sa kanya o para sa kanila. The way size environment is designed, the way our environment is designed, doesn't exactly promote mobility for persons with disability. Here are a few other things I learned from the 2016 National Disability Prevalence Survey. Respondents were asked to rate their environment in terms of the degree in which they were quote-unquote very hindering or quote-unquote very facilitating. 45% of those with severe disabilities said places for socializing or community activities were very hindering. 44% said shops, banks, and post offices were also very hindering. And 43% said transportation was very hindering. Even health facilities at 38% were very
2: hindering. Here's Dr. Jubida for more. So, sana yung... Must PWD friendly yung mga buildings natin, yung roads natin. Cause in that way, kung merong access, yung um, patients or persons with disability, um, they'll be more confident in moving about independently. So as you can see abroad, yung patients or persons with disability, they can move about, they can go to the mall, they can go to where they want to go by themselves. Yung buildings, may mga ramps, traffic lights, meron yung sound, di ba, for visually impaired. They know kung green na yung light or kung green na pwede nang magcross ng street. And Sai. Just like in other countries,
1: I wish the Philippines can comply to disability laws all the time. Have more blind-friendly places which are audio-described like partnership with the
0: Unidescription Project. Basically, this means translating things that are seen into things that can be heard for the visually impaired.
1: Have accessible sidewalks, have ticking sounds in traffic lights, more audio and braille in elevators. Kasi hindi naman po lahat ng elevators may braille or audio.
0: There are other design-related tweaks we can make to accommodate the needs of the visually impaired. More often than not, for example, the labels of her medicines have tiny print.
1: I once had an eye gel a few months ago, and I was surprised to see a braille label on the box itself with the eye gel's brand name. With that, I do not have to put tactile markers on the box like Velcro bump dots or rubber bands to identify it when mixed with other eye gel boxes. Having accessible formats on medicine
0: labels is the key. I asked Sai, how can we be more considerate of you?
1: I think ordinary Filipinos whom I interact with can be more considerate of me by giving me reasonable accommodations upon my request of assistance, creating things for all types of people including the needs of the blind like having accessible formats of braille, high contrast, large font, audio description, and tactile markers, and being more aware of how to treat the visually impaired community properly. We are ordinary people who just happen to be blind. I hope all sectors would be fully aware and take action to make the society more accessible and inclusive.
0: Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, co-founder of Puma Podcast. You've been listening to A Better Normal. This episode was produced by myself, It was put together by Carl Sayat, with editorial support from Carl Jo Javier. Thank you to Roche Philippines and the Pharmaceutical and Healthcare Association of the Philippines for making this episode possible. Look out for the next part of our discussion about vision health, where we'll talk about the importance of primary healthcare when it comes to providing access to Filipinos. We'll also talk about affordability and go into funding. If you like what you heard today, we think you'll like two other episodes we did here on A Better Normal. Search for redefining one-size-fits-all in education and design for people, not cars, when you follow A Better Normal on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. To get the latest on Puma Podcast shows and activities, subscribe to our newsletter by going to www.pumapodcast.com. Maraming salamat po.